0: We as Hashem continue with Peliyoids, ice Aleph, discussing Achilo and Shtia, Shem number seventy-one. The topic now is Achilo b'Derek Eretz, to eat, to eat food with Derek Eretz. It's li zor. we have to be careful. Lachol b'Derek Eretz, to eat properly. What does it mean to eat properly? Not just to grab the food and throw it in your mouth. You know what happens? A person that eats like this. Says that approach is from. The of Asaf Harasha. Shahemi Sitra de Asaf. As Asaf said, Pour it down my throat. I'm opening my mouth as wide as I can, pour it down. That's how you eat. The food, was, the food was for your father. Your grandfather just died. And he comes in there, he's famished. He doesn't care about anybody but himself. And he says to his twin brother, Says, pour it down. Oh, you want the first word? Whatever you want, I'll give you everything. You can have the Cadillac also. Take it all. I just want the food, I don't care about anything else. When Nivzev and Nimuz is despised in the eyes of Hashem and people. person has to also be careful when you eat. And and this this is this is something very serious now. It's a serious topic, and the Nisan comes up especially when people go to a chasna. More when you go to a chasna, or even I should say it all the other way around, when you go to a dinner, and you know, if you pay the three hundred dollars or five hundred dollars to go to the dinner, so you think to yourself, well, you know, you have to get your money's worth. More. You have to get your money's worth. The person stuffs himself. That's what we're talking about here. We're talking here about stuffing a a person stuffing himself to the point where if he put one morsel in his mouth anymore, we don't want to finish a sentence. What's going to happen to the person? He's going to explode. So you say, oh wow, that's nice. No, it's not healthy. It's not a nice thing to do. The Pelliot tells us it's, it's much worse than that. <speaking in Hebrew> when a person eats like this, you know what happens? He arouses the yetsahara. <speaking in Hebrew> he wakes up the yetsahara, <speaking in Hebrew> Sahara like the snake, like a serpent that is waiting. You know how a snake attacks? It's quiet. You don't see it. And also, boom! It attacks the person. A text that pray, whatever it might be. she Kosom, Once again, like I told you yesterday, we've learned a lot from, a lot. We learned some from the Sefer Pelioids already. We're still in the Ois Aleph. This is the most Kabbalistic uh, discussion we've had so far. I think you'll agree, right? That he's bringing so much over here. We have to hear what happens when a person eats like a Chazer. That's what's happening over here. He's eating like Esau. Esau is compared to a Chazer. He arouses the Yetzer Hara. Look at the words. Listen to the words. When the person adds more during the week than he needs to be satiated, is Yetzir He entices, he arouses, he awakens, he encourages a Yitzhahara to attack him. Remember many years ago, when I was married to Sarah, I was passing by a doghouse. I was passing by a doghouse. And I was tiptoeing. I didn't want to wake up the dog. It was very early in the morning. I didn't want to wake up the dog. It was a big dog. I turned around after I passed the, the, the dog house. I saw they were using it for like a shed for storage of some metal. <laughs> but I didn't turn around until I passed it. Then I saw the dog was, was well awake on the other side over there. <laughs> when the person... Sometimes we don't realize. We wonder, why, why do we have a pull that's drawing us to do something wrong or ra? And sometimes we have a pull that's drawing us to do something great, good, to do mitzvahs like you have by Yaakov and Asaf. We all know the Mejish with Rashi. Running right to the base Mejish, when Rifka was walking by, this one's pounding to go to the base Mejish, this one's pounding to go to the Mokim of ad The Pelioids is telling us, he's teaching us right now. We have sometimes we can arouse that Ra to attack us. That serpent. When the person eats like a chazar. It's as simple as that. As I'm saying this, I can't stop. I, think I told you one story about the person who lamented how he went to a Chasna, and it was towards the end. He got it towards the end of the Shmorg. It was a few days later. He was still lamenting about it. <laughs> I know another person. He's got like a battle plan. He's got it all worked out. He's got it all worked out. Like if he, see, if he sees the lines by the sushi station or by the meat, it's, it's very long. He knows to go to the other side first, you know, the other lines. And then when, when everybody's got their sliced and fresh meat over there, they're going to go. He, I'm telling you, like, like a general. He has it all planned out. He says, let's think for a second. You could go to a mitzvah, a mitzvah, a chasna, a suddan, a siyum. It could even be yonti if a person overdoes it. You know, you have to go to three kedations. This one had a baby, this one's making a simcha here. There's no mitzvah teeth the same amount by every single one. The same bowl of chalant and kishka and potato kugel and the same amount of herring. But imagine, imagine every single or she go to. The, and then you have a sudha now. Then you have to go home You have a sudha. And then the person has to oh, oh I, 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 I can't learn anymore. I have to go to sleep now. I can't have no strength. Mm-hmm. What well, no strength? <laughs> imagine a person was forcing the food down someone's throat. It would be like torture. We're torturing ourselves. He's saying if, if we do this by a simchas mitzvah, we arouse the Yetzirah to attack us and to push us and pull us to do our That's what's happening. We don't see it. We don't realize this. And that's what we learn in Sefer Peloyiz. And he educates us. That's what takes place. And just like a mitzvah, when it's done in public and the mitzvah is done properly, it adds strength. In koyach, in shemayim, and then you know what Hashem does: He opens up the faucets of bracha down here, pours pours us with bracha, pours down the bracha upon us. And you do mitzvahs properly, averas shinas barabim, halah he so koyach Rachman averas that are done in public as well. It has the f- same flip side power to bring down and this is something that happens every single day. Every single day we have food in front of us. Now, it's not every single day we have a shmork in front of us. I know some people want oh, if only, if only. It's a very difficult Nisoyim. It's a very difficult challenge, especially in this generation. Everything is decorated, the eyes see it and it's, it's it's presented in such a, a fabulous way. It's not enough to just make the food the way it tastes good. It has to be presented in a certain way. This person was telling me this ice sculpture that he saw, and then the, that they make chocolate sculptures. They make these sculptures out of chocolate. It's edible. Don't eat it because you're going to break the nose or something, and then they're going to be upset at you. But all these fancy cakes, and it's, why do they do this? Because they know it's enticing to the eye. That's why they spend so much money on it. I know. I know what you're thinking. A lot of disappointment when you actually taste it and like it doesn't taste as good as it looks. I know. I know what you're thinking, right? Rabbi, it's a very serious topic here. We are just we are just educated by our Rebbe over here, the Peliyots, and he's teaching us something that we might not have known. That's not just a matter of having a stomachache afterwards. And maybe getting sick physically, or maybe not getting sick, or lamenting the fact that you couldn't eat more. That's not just what it is. It arouses the Yatsar Hara to pull us to do a That's the Ra, the evil. When the person stuffs himself. And we should try when go to when you go to a simcha. Try to tell us if you want to go have something, go eat something. And I'll give you an eitzah, by the way. It's an eitzah. When you go to a simcha, you go to an event, try not to go when you're famished. Try not to go when you're really, really hungry. Try to go when you have a little something in your stomach. You know why? Because when you're famished, you're not going to even realize what's going on. Because your mom is so hungry. You, you, you traveled an hour and a half, two hours. You didn't eat for an hour and a half before that, two hours. Traveling makes you hungry. By the time you get there, you see all this food everywhere. And you know, what, you know what you're thinking? Oh, wow. It's all for me. Look what they did. They're so nice. But if you eat a little something beforehand, by the time you go in there, you just take your plate, enjoy the delicious food, but don't go overboard.